Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's Tim DeMoss and you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. 402 AM 560 WFIL. You might be listening at WFIL.com or you might be one of those app kind of people. We have a free app at WFIL.com. You can carry us with you wherever you go on your smartphone or tablet. Feel free to utilize that if you like. Forecast calling for rain a little while longer. 59 the high today, going down to a low of 45 by later tonight. Just some clouds and then good deal of sunshine tomorrow. My son's home from college and uh, the other four are living with us still. My wife was asking, hey, when are we going to go maybe do something we should plan to to get out as the seven of us, you know, we've had a lot of hustle and bustle around the holidays and we've been out together, but not really to just kind of go to Peddler's Village or do something where you can putz around and get some cocoa and little window shopping. So tomorrow, if you're thinking about that in the midst of the holidays and, you know, this is an interesting time of year, right, where people are working, but they're kind of waiting for the year to be over and the new year to start and the first full week of the new year to start. So uh, tomorrow looks to be a decent day, around 50 with some sunshine. So not bad. Sunday, also a pretty good day, mix of clouds and sun, but a high of just 43. So if you're thinking of being outdoors, tomorrow might be a little bit better of an idea than on Sunday. Sixers with a 114-97 win over Utah last night. J.J. Redick leading the way with 24. Joel Embiid with 23. They're at Portland Sunday evening at 9. Flyers lost to Tampa Bay in overtime last night. In fact, 18 seconds into overtime, Tampa Bay got that game-winning goal. Five different Flyers scored. They spread the responsibility around there. Claude Giroux, one of those uh, goal scorers. Ivan Provorov also. Uh, They're at Florida tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. And, of course, the Eagles at Washington Sunday afternoon, 425. If they win and Chicago beats Minnesota, a game that also takes place at the same time, then the Eagles make the playoffs. We're looking forward to Mike Sielski, who is a sports columnist for the Inquirer and Daily News. In fact, he was the top sports columnist in America in 2015, named by the Associated Press Sports Editors. He'll be joining us in a second here to talk about the game. But I also want to let you know the rest of the program, a couple other things to keep an eye out for. Reginald Bell Johnson, he's an actor who you may know. He was in the Die Hard movie with Bruce Willis a number of years ago, 30 years ago, actually. It's hard to believe how fast time flies. He was also the dad in Family Matters. I think it was a 10-year run. Uh, He's in a new movie called The Prayer Box. We're going to have Reginald on the program for a few moments. We also have, as I I mentioned, the year winding down. I'm going through my office. I'm cleaning up. I'm throwing stuff out. I'm tidying up a bit. And I came across a few more things that I was like, you know what? We have, oh, an extra Wawa gift card. We were giving those away for a while. I found one more. So I have one of those to hand out. We also have one more copy of the 2019 Almanac, the the World Almanac and Book of Facts. Uh, We had the senior editor of that uh, project on with us a while back. So we'll give you a little clip of that interview and give away a copy of that. And we have several other things to hand out before the hour is through. So there's a lot to do. Have our toll-free number handy. We may ask you to call in for this one. We've been doing texting for a while, but 800-560-WFIL is our toll-free number, 800-560-9345. Have that ready to call in and be a winner sometime this hour. Uh, You can also text in 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. That's the number for uh, our station here. And uh, 
for the show specifically. And uh, just depending on the contest, be listing out and, and have those numbers handy and ready to go. I should add one side note. When you enter a contest, WFIL, and you happen uh, through the text line or email, uh, which is Timmy D at WFIL.com, you're automatically entered to win future contests. Uh, we, we, in other words, we draw prizes out every now and again to win stuff. So let's say you call in or, or email in to win the World Book uh, and Almanac, Almanac and Book of Facts with us this hour, and you don't win. Well, your, your effort was not in vain because we keep your entry in the hat, if you will, a perpetual hat of winning and draw names out every now and again to win other things. So we want you to know that your effort to enter uh, may still pay off down the road if it doesn't happen to pay off today. Uh, let's see. There was one other thing I wanted to run by you. Let me, uh, um, I'll tell you what, I'll come back to that in a moment. I want to actually, we have Mike Sielski ready to roll here. So let's uh, get in with Mike. Uh, again, he is the sports columnist for the Inquirer and Daily News. Philly.com is where you can uh, you know, hear him and all that, and uh, wanted to bring him in in conjunction with this big Eagles game coming up Sunday afternoon. How you doing, Mike? Hey, Tim. How are you? Wonderful. Great to have you on. We've got a big weekend ahead. And, uh, of course, folks will know you from uh, your work with the Enquirer and Daily News, and you had a piece today. Considering another possibility, it's, you know, Eagles, a lot could happen this weekend. Eagles could win, but still not make the playoffs. And uh, you did a bit of a breakdown as to, you know, why we're at this plate place that we're at what are some main thoughts you have while we're at eight and seven right now and hoping things work out well I, you can look at this one of two ways i think uh you could take a step back and say the eagles sustained so many injuries to so many key players this season that they're fortunate to be eight and seven you know i mean the, the list goes on and on alshon jeffrey darren sproul tim jernigan Derek barnett uh, Jason Peters on and off, uh, you know, virtually the entire defensive secondary with the exception of Malcolm Jenkins. Um, you know, the, the, the list is really long, yeah. and that certainly hurts. The flip side of that, and the, and the side that I kind of come down on, uh, to be honest, is that the Eagles had two victories in their back pocket this year. Uh, in Nashville against the Titans, and against the Carolina Panthers uh, in late October. Right. They led the Titans by 14 points in the second half and lost that game in overtime. They led the Panthers by 17 points early in the fourth quarter and lost that game. Uh, and if either one of those swings the other way, then we're not having this conversation about how the Eagles need to win against the Redskins on Sunday and they need the Bears to beat the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they had their their destiny in their hands, so to speak, and they let it slip away. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think it has? it's a mixture of things? I mean, the injuries obviously play a role, but is there something missing, uh, intan- some kind of intangible perhaps, that whether it's not lack of hunger, but, you know, you won the Super Bowl last year, maybe, you know, it's a little different this year, the way you carry yourself or maybe not quite as zeroed in on having to finish things off or do you think there's something that's yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah that? I think that was a I do think that was a factor. I think you, you put your finger on it when you say there were a number of factors. And I do think that the uh Super Bowl hangover, if you want to call it that, was was one of them. I think trying to assimilate Carson Wentz back into the fold after his knee injury uh was part of it. Yeah. I think they missed of all the players who left in the off season, um I think they missed Tory Smith the most. 
because he provided a deep threat to them last year that was really essential. Even though he didn't have the greatest season in the history of, you know, in his career, he was really an essential part of their offense. And they tried to replace him with Mike Wallace, and Mike Wallace really didn't play after week one. He didn't play at all. Uh, due to injury. So right. they were missing that element from their offense. Uh, I think the injuries did hurt them defensively. Uh, but as I said, you know, if you're going to excuse them for the injuries um, and say, well, they, you, you can't do both. You can't have it both ways. They did take those big leads against teams that they should have beaten, and they didn't do it. Um, and so I think it's a combination, as you said, of a lot of different things. Yeah, Mike Sielski is our guest at uh, philly.com, where you can read him. He's a sports columnist for the Inquirer Daily News. Uh, and, you know, one other thing kind of along with that, the bigger question that people have been kicking around a lot, or not question, but just the whole Foles-Wentz thing, it's been conversation out there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you step back and you think that four days from now, you're going to know a lot more. I mean, the, the one line that kind of everybody's mindset's on is Foles plays well, Eagles win, Minnesota loses, we're in the playoffs, the magic carpet ride continues. And then you can keep dropping down a step like he plays well, Eagles win, but Minnesota wins and we don't make the playoffs. And so he's still appealing to the fans, but well, you know, maybe now this is a nice way for us to part ways that you know, we did not get into the postseason. All the way down to what if he has a kind of a bad game, and all of a sudden Wentz is looking really good now? Isn't it crazy? Like <laughs> four days from now, how that could really be different? Like, oh yeah, I knew he wasn't going to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy on so many levels because from a practical standpoint, there's really no way that Nick Foles is going to be back this season. Under his current contract with the Eagles, he would. They would have to pay him. He has a mutual option for next year, which means both the Eagles and Foles would have to decide that he is coming back. Now, if the Eagles were to decide that, that would count $20 million against their salary cap for 2019. That's ridiculous. You, you know, if, if they decide to bring Foles back at that number, they're basically saying, we're not going to bring Carson Wentz back. Yeah. Um, and, if, and Foles would like the chance to start somewhere else. Uh, you know, he doesn't want to back up Wentz again because everybody around the Eagles acknowledges that Wentz is the, the once-in-future franchise quarterback. Sure. So this is a great story. I don't mean to suggest that, that, that it isn't and that what Nick Foles has been doing isn't marvelous because it is. But the Eagles are committed to Carson Wentz. And unless Nick Foles leads them to the most improbable Super Bowl run in the history of Super Bowl runs, <laughs> a year after he led them to an improbable Super Bowl run, there's no way he's going to be back. Wouldn't that be something? I mean, that'd be a problem everyone will take, but still, that exactly. would be really yeah. something if that were to happen. Oh, I'm rooting for it. I'm, I'm rooting for the chaos and destruction. Thing. <laughs> I want it to happen. What, is, what, is your, what does your gut tell you? What do you think we're in store for Sunday afternoon, plopped on our couches and watching? Well, some of us will be. I, I, I think you're going to see an easy Eagles victory over the Redskins, uh, and I think you're going to be the Eagles fans are going to be sweating out that game in Minneapolis between the Bears and the Vikings. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, enjoy. Uh, it's great to having you on. I know it's a busy holiday season and got family and all that. You guys had a good time together, hanging out with the kids and everything. Everything was wonderful. Everything was wonderful. That's thanks for asking. Good. Absolutely. Well, thanks again, Mike. Uh, we'll hope to check in with you again and. Uh, uh, appreciate your time and the column again available philly dot com and uh, you put stuff up fairly I mean several times uh, every other day or every day how often do you post just about three three or four times a week I'm writing usually yeah okay so people can keep looking you up there and, and yep. get your insight they can keep checking it'll there's always fresh content on on the sports site of philly dot com excellent thank you Mike have a thank great, you Tim have a great rest of your day yeah you too we'll see bye bye. that's uh, Mike Sealski sports columnist for the Enquirer and Daily News philly dot com is where you can read them. Top sports columnist in America in 2015, named by the Associated uh, Associated Press Sports Editors. We'll uh, 
we'll have a fun time seeing what happens on Sunday. It should be a great game. Looking forward to uh, coming back in just a moment. We have an interview, a little clip we had uh, recently, and we have a giveaway to do in conjunction with that. And we'll give you more info on that in just a moment here. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com and on the app on your smartphone or tablet. It's 417. Thanks for listening in. As the year is winding down, we're taking a look back and including a an interview slice here or there. And one of the guests that we had on, well, was maybe a month ago, her name is Sarah Jansen, the senior editor of the 2019 World Almanac and Book of Facts. And we actually have one extra copy lying around to give away. So if you'd like to pick up, it's a big book. It's like a thousand plus pages. We'll make a winner of that in just a moment. Just want to give you a little background on it. And so during the brief time we had with Sarah, one of the things I had simply asked her was how she even became associated with such a big thing. Well, when I was a kid, I actually got a copy of the World Almanac with a computer game called Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it was bundled together. Yeah. And um, I always loved, you know, trivia, facts, that kind of thing. And it just happened that there was a college internship available when I was uh, a uh, sophomore here in New York, and I ended up getting the chance to intern at the World Almanac, and eventually was hired on staff. Wow, that's fun! That's great. Well, and the, the 2019 version, I guess the the original version, I think had a 120 pages, just for context for the listeners. Published uh, just a few years after the end of the Civil War, <laughs> like when Lincoln was assassinated, all that stuff. 150 years later, plus, we're talking about the 2019 version, which has a thousand eight pages a little larger than the original uh what goes into the process of deciding what goes into the almanac and there's just a lot of areas you could delve into theoretically Absolutely. The World Almanac is always trying to be a go-to reference for any topic you might have a question about. So whether it's pop culture or history or politics or sports, we're trying to have you covered. Um, and a lot of that is similar or the same every year. You know, we're always going to have a copy of the Constitution in there. We're always going to have an updated article on every country in the world, on every state in the Union. But so much of the World Almanac is also brand new every year. So we have like year-in-review information for 2018, covering the events of the past year. We also uh, look at what's going on in the news every year and try to identify and then seek out statistics or information that we think that people will find useful in the upcoming year. So this year that included things like immigration statistics, obviously something that's been discussed quite a bit, information about our new Supreme Court nominee, so a ton of new information every year as well. Sarah Jansen is the senior editor of the World Almanac and Book of Facts. They're talking about the 2019 version, which just came out last week. And uh, you mentioned that I know the election results are, are part of that, too. That's a comprehensive spot where people can go and check all the, you know, all the different results across the country, right? There's one example. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So all of the results from the midterm elections are in there. Um, obviously, there are a few races that were still being recounted and uh, victors are being identified in as we were going to press. So it was definitely a, a balancing act to get the uh, the accurate race calls in without giving any um, er- erroneous information. Yeah. With it. it was a, a late-breaking process. Well, I was going to ask you that, that whole part of it. Logistically, it's uh, got to be a big challenge to keep you know, the almanac as current as possible and yet turn it around for readers in a timely way. How does that work? Do you have to have some, you know, everything's ready, and but you have a drop dead where you got to have it done and, you know, what gets what gets in gets in there and what you have to leave out, you leave out because, like you say, you don't want to put in something that turns out not to be true later on. Exactly. So we do have a drop dead uh, deadline in November every year, and that just means that we sort of cut off updates at exactly that point, and we sort of um, hope uh, hope for the best and also rely on our social media channels for additional updates. So, for example, George Herbert Walker Bush passed away um, the several weeks after we printed the book, and we were um, updating our social media platforms, our Instagram, our Twitter, with information about his life and, uh, and sort of acknowledging the passing in that way, although that particular particular obituary won't be in this year's edition. So okay. that's Sarah uh, uh, Jansen, the senior editor of the 2019 World Almanac and Book of Facts. We had her on the program a few weeks back. And uh, one other quick question I had simply asked her just to clarify for folks, because they're making a, an almanac that, you know, obviously certain things aren't changing, but stuff is changing. So I just asked her a little bit about the makeup of the almanac itself. Here's what she said. The World Almanac every year is about a third of it is completely brand spanking new. You've never seen it before. About a third of it is uh, maybe a table or an article that gets updated with new information every year. Yeah. And then, uh, and then about a third of it is information that we just take a look at to make sure it hasn't changed. So that'll be things like um, a list of past presidents, for example, or um, a periodic table, which actually does happen to change from time to time, actually. We just make sure that, uh, that those things are still evergreen and, and needing to be there for our readers. Like when the planets, which one got, got deplaneted? Was it Pluto? When, when Pluto was dwarf planeted. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yes. That's so an that was something where where we had to look at an article that had been there for a long time. Of course, a lot of those astronomy articles do change quite a bit because of new information that they've found that yeah. researchers have discovered. Um, but when he when Pluto was demoted to dwarf planet status, we not only made sure to acknowledge that in the Pluto article, but we also added several additional articles for the other dwarf planets that were elevated at at the same time ah. as Pluto was demoted. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. So that's Sarah Jansen, the senior editor of the 2019 World Almanac and Book of Facts. Um, we're going to give away a copy. If you'd like to win, 800-990, uh, sorry, 800-560, uh, WFIL is our number, 800-560-9345. Give me a call right now, and I'll get a, a random person to walk away with this. Well, we'll mail it to you, but you know what I mean. 800 560 9345. Give a quick call and we'll mail this out to you uh, and get this out to you the 2019 World Almanac and Book of Facts. Back in just a moment with more on AM56WFIL.com. We're looking forward to Reginald Bell Johnson. He is uh, from the movie Die Hard and also Family Matters back in the, um, in the 90s primarily. And he's in a new movie called The Prayer Box. 
back with him in just a moment on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. 427 AM560 WFIL. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for doing so. Making a winner of that almanac. Hello, is this? Hey, it's uh, Bruce from Wilmington. Hey, Bruce. How you doing, man? Pretty good. Calling about the almanac. It's all yours, my friend. Wow. Congratulations. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks for listening in, by the way. Did you have a good holiday? Yeah, I sure did. Merry Christmas. Hey, you too. I like saying that even though Christmas is over. Uh, well, actually, it's not. Yeah. Uh, that's the true. Holy Christmas season goes all the way to the baptism of the Lord one week after Epiphany. There you go. Way to go. Thanks, Bruce. Yeah. Hang on one sec. We'll get your info and mail it out. And Bruce is correct because, you know, in a way, you really celebrate Christmas year-round. The birth of our Lord applies 365 days a year, does it not? It does. Thank you very much. Hey, we have more things to give away before the hour is through. I gave that almanac away because I found that we actually had one more. Although you wouldn't think it'd be hard to miss because it's 1,008 pages. As I've been cleaning my office up this week and getting ready for 2019, I came across a few more things that we have to hand out, including a Wawa gift card here. We also have uh, a couple of CDs to pass out. So keep our toll-free number handy, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. But before we go any further, I wanted to tell you something real quick, and then we have Reginald Bell Johnson to bring in. Um, coming up in January, WFIL is partnering with Preborn. It's a ministry that provides free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. And uh, kind of a simple but powerful stat is that pregnant women and girls are 80% more likely to keep their baby after seeing their baby with an ultrasound. Uh, I love this just because it's simple in the sense that, you know, step out of the way and just let a woman see her child for herself. You know, it's nice not to, it's a complicated subject. I mean, it can, it can be a hard subject. And um, in any, in any case, it's beautiful. I think if a woman can just see her baby and and let that speak. Um, So the cost of a single ultrasound with preborn is $28. And we're going to invite folks to step in and help. Our goal is uh, 400 of them basically one a day for next year to think that we could be partnering with preborn in that regard. If you'd like to help out uh, and pick up the cost of one, that's wonderful. If you'd like to do a couple or, or five or whatever you want to do, that's great. If you want to kind of work with them monthly, you know, you've heard about sponsoring a child in other countries. They actually have a preborn baby sponsor option where every month preborn will actually send you an ultrasound photo and a story sharing how that particular life was touched. So that's pretty powerful. So however you want to do it, it's great. I just want to bring it up from now so you can think about it. I don't know about you, but at this time of year, I tend to stop and think, what am I doing? What was this year about? Uh, What things do I want to invest in next year? As far as our finances, maybe missionaries we want to support or or mission work that's uh, out there. So um, sometimes you kind of wrap up with one and shift your attention to another one, especially with January being uh, the National uh, Sanctity of uh, Human Life Month. It's a great time to be thinking about this sort of thing. Any time is, but especially this time of year. So if you want to help out, there's actually a a number you can call. It's 833-850-BABY, 833-850-BABY. 
And you can do it even from now. You don't have to wait till January if uh, for tax purposes or whatever. Anything you do from now. Actually, as a side note, Preborn has their own match. It doesn't affect WFIL or goal or anything, but Preborn actually has uh, a, a, a you know doubling kind of thing going on right now. So if you do think about it, you want to call them up today or this weekend or by Monday, your uh, gift would actually go twice as far, which is pretty cool. So again, the toll-free number for them is 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229. And if it's too hard for you to remember or you're driving or whatever, you can always email me and then I can write you back. My email is simply timmyd, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. So we're glad to be involved in supporting what Preborn's about and excited about it too. Uh, 431 on our program, forecast, cloudy, rainy. There is actually a flash flood watch extended till later on tonight all over the place, southeastern Pennsylvania, including Philadelphia and South Jersey and northern Delaware. So just be aware of that. Things may be slowed down because of it. Be careful and uh, take your time. Allow extra time. Some clouds eventually just hanging around tonight, low 45. Then tomorrow looks beautiful with a lot of sun and a high of 50. Mix of clouds and sun for Sunday, high of 43. Sixers won last night over Utah. Flyers lost in overtime. Eagles playing at Washington on Sunday afternoon, 425 kickoff. If the Eagles win and Chicago wins over Minnesota, which is a game that also takes place at that time, I'm thinking people's jump button is going to get a good workout on Sunday, then uh, then the Eagles make the playoffs. So we'll see how that goes. We are uh, pleased now to bring in Reginald Vell Johnson. He, you will maybe know him. He was the uh, the policeman in Die Hard with Bruce Willis 30 years ago. Also, Family Matters for a longer run there, 10 years uh, with Family Matters. And he's in a new movie called The Prayer Box. And I uh, just want to bring Reginald in for a little bit here. Thank you for Take a time to be on the show, sir. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Our privilege. Uh, folks, of course, will know you from a lot of different roles, including Carl Winslow in Family Matters mm-hmm. and uh, Sergeant mm-hmm. Al Powell in mm-hmm. Die Hard. But uh, right now, among other things, you have a leading role in this new movie, The Prayer Box. Let's talk about that. What's The Prayer Box about? The Prayer Box is about this kid who decides to take it upon himself to answer the prayers that are in a church prayer box. It sounds like a strange story, but it really works. You know, the idea that somebody would take a church prayer box and answer the prayers of the people in the prayer box. It's a very inspiring story, and people are going to, you know, going to be moved by it, I think. I think it works, you know, and wait till they see it. It really works. What drew your interest in terms of being involved with the prayer box? Well, when they asked me to do it, I I was kind of like at home and not doing anything, and I said, well, let me just go ahead and see if I can be involved in, and but I, it was such a special time, and uh, the people involved in it, Denise Richardson, really inspired me to, to do it, and uh, the director and whatnot, I thought, you know, it, uh, it's a unique story idea, and I enjoyed being a part of it, I really did. Reginald Bell Johnson's our guest, uh, you know, the film takes place uh, in Kentucky, right? Now, you, you were born in New York, we're in Los Angeles, right. and uh, so you've probably done a lot of work in big markets. What have, I'm, I'm guessing you've probably also done some work in smaller settings, too, but how was it different to mm-hmm. be in Kentucky compared to New York or Los Angeles? Well, you know something? When I when they picked me up, it took an hour to get to the site, <laughs> and uh, it was unique. <laughs> it, but I enjoyed Kentucky. I'd never been there before, but uh, I surely would enjoy going back. I enjoyed my time there, and I think that people was were, were one of the best parts of Kentucky. 
and I enjoyed my time there. I really did. I'm back on the movie on the prayer box. Uh, my mom passed away a few years ago, and there's a passage in the Bible that stood out, specifically a certain verse in Psalm 62. It says, Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. And a lot of the Psalms are simply all, you know, open, raw communication. That kind of thing takes place in the prayer box, right, as far as just pouring your heart out and struggling with Absolutely. why. Absolutely. Yeah. Pouring your heart out and, you know, people responding to it and whatnot. I think it was one of those things that uh, it was unique, and you know, and, and I, coming from Hollywood and, and, and that whole thing, it was uh, a very different thing in a different time for me. And seeing the innocence of the people, just everybody there was so wonderful and, and inspiring, and I, I enjoyed myself totally. I know it's not necessarily a quick answer kind of thing, but did you? would you say there was any change for you personally, like coming into the movie and being done with it, just even a small area of your life, whether it's your thought on God or prayer? or Well, you know, being from Hollywood and whatnot, it was kind of a strange, foreign thing for me. But, you know, after getting used to working with the people and being committed to the role and whatnot, I had a special time. I think that uh, if you relax and, 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 and open yourself up to the different way of doing things and whatnot, you, you get rewarded. And that's how I felt. I felt rewarded by this, by this project, watching the kid do his thing and the different people involved. I had a very special time working on the film, and I think people are going to have a special time watching it. It's a really wonderful thing. That's great. Reginald Bell Johnson, our guest, uh, a couple of just a quick small notes. For Family Matters fans, there's talk of a possible reboot of the show. Is that still an option <laughs> one day, or would you enjoy that? Well, one day. I don't know. I Nobody's told me about it, but if it does, <laughs> I'll be ready. Okay. You know, I'm a little bigger, you know, and a little more, a little older, but uh, I, it's a special time, Family Matters, and it would be interesting to see a special time again come back. It really would be. Yeah. So I'm open to everything that happens with that. That's fine. On a quick side note as well, one of the many shows you've appeared in is a family favorite of ours, Monk. We just watched the season where you, the one your class reunion episode oh. you were in. What was it like working with Tony Shaluba and the cast? It was interesting. I thought he was um, very interesting. I had a good time. You know, I only had a couple of scenes with him and everything. He was wonderful to work with, and I would love to do it again. I really did have a great time there, yeah. Very good. Well, it's a, a privilege to talk with you, sir, and uh, we, we hope to do it Thank again you, sometime. Sir. Thanks for the prayer box. And, uh, I appreciate you. Yeah, have a wonderful rest of the day, and happy uh, Merry Christmas time to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, too. Sure, bye-bye. Bye. That's Reginald Bill Johnson. New movie's called The Prayer Box. He was uh, with Bruce Willis in Die Hard 30 years back, and... Uh, the dad and family matters for a 10 year run. We'll take a short break and then we have another giveaway to do on the other side. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss show on AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss show on AM 560 WFIL. Email Timmy D at WFIL.com. 441. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com, and on your smartphone or tablet with the WFIL app. Along the lines that uh, you just heard about Focus and the Family's matching grant deal, uh, they, they have a really generous uh, set of folks who are willing to help that happen. So just as a PS to that, because uh, I, I happen to know I've had some email correspondence with them, not that, you know, I, <laughs> this is not me, but if you happen to be listening and you appreciate that program, 
and have even a lo- you know a fairly large sum you want to bless them with, they have the ability to have if somebody was even in the you know six figure range and you know they have a half a million dollars, they have someone willing to match you on that. So just a thought. Uh, I never like to exclude the possibility that somebody listening actually has those kinds of resources, or even if it's five thousand or ten or twenty, and you want to bless the ministry of focus in the family, they air at seven a.m. and uh, eight thirty p.m. They have that opportunity, uh, even if you had a million bucks. I think they have the, the the ability to have that doubled, which is incredible. Everybody likes a good bargain, so it's nice when those opportunities happen. On a general note, just so you know, we have on our website you know a lot of great ministries and programs we're privileged to work with each year, and we have one uh, long list on our site, and all you do is go to WFIL.com. Bless Your Favorite Ministries is a box on our homepage near the top. If you click that Bless Your Favorite Ministries box, there are uh, several dozen programs and ministries you can click right through. They're alphabetized and go right to, you know, through our site to their site. And, uh, you know, if if you'd like to send them a word of encouragement, that means a lot. Even, you know, financial support's always great and, and money is necessary for things to happen. But um, encouragement goes a long way, too, and it's free. You know, maybe just take five to 10 or 15 minutes, pause, go to one of the programs you hear, send them a note, say, hey, I hear you guys on, on WFIL in Philly, and I really enjoy it. It helps me or a message that Pastor so-and-so shared the other day. Uh, encouragement fits everybody's budget. So if you, if you would, take a second and, and bless the ministries that bless you year-round and encourage them to keep on keeping on. You know what it's like if somebody comes over to you in your day-to-day work and just says, hey, nice job. I saw that, or I saw that thing you did, and I really liked it. Oh, okay, good. So, oh, yeah, like Joe. You know, oh, I tell you all the time, don't I? Oh, between four and five, right. Yeah, Joe's the, Joe's motion. It's like, a, it's like a mime situation on the other side of the glass. He is the hardest working producer in Philadelphia between four and five. And I say that fairly often because I want you to know. I appreciate you over there pushing all those buttons, answering all those phones. Everything that Joe does uh, makes this show go around. So similarly, it doesn't cost me a penny. Except today we went to Five Guys. That cost me a number of pennies. But in general, it doesn't cost me any pennies to say good work. Thank you. So bless the ministries that bless you all year long. That list is alphabetized and clickable at WFIL.com. So here's what's happening as the year's winding down. One of the things I mentioned earlier, cleaning up my office, tidying up a bit, and came across some CDs that never got given away. I meant to, just didn't remember to. And these CDs are still timely. I really believe, I was mentioned to that winner Bruce a minute ago, this is a season, Christmas does not end at midnight on December 25. It's something we celebrate uh, we keep our, in our house, we keep the tree up for a while, keep the lights up. I always like that and, and, and just kind of almost like a winter thing. And of course, as a believer, you can celebrate Christmas every day, all year round. Um, that said, wanted to give away the CD that we have is uh, called uh, Country Faith Christmas Volume 2. Country Faith is a series. It's a couple of books and eight CDs at this point. And uh, we had the uh, award-winning author Deborah Evans-Price on with us. She interviews country artists all the time. And Liddy Clark, who is an up-and-coming country singer-songwriter, and she's on this CD. We had them both on uh, probably a couple of weeks back. 
And so I just want to give away a copy of that CD because I have a couple extra here and give you a little context for it. So this was just a, a brief minute or two from our conversation with Liddy Clark, L-I-D-D-Y. That's her now, not Libby, but Liddy. Liddy Clark and how she got involved with the project Country Faith Christmas, Volume 2. Well, uh, Deborah and I met a few years ago at a lunch, uh, and we had sort of talked about the whole Country Faith uh just the brand itself and, you know, what she was doing with it. And I thought it was a fantastic idea back then. And she contacted me back in May, June of this year, and she asked me if I wanted to be on this volume of the CD. And, of course, I was like, yes, of course, this is such a fantastic opportunity. And we got to work right away on the song. And it's just been such a fantastic opportunity getting to hear all the other artists on the CD and hearing everybody's stories. And I just... I feel so blessed, honestly. So, Hank Williams... I tell you, the first time I heard Liddy's voice, I was so impressed with her. She's just such a tremendously talented girl. And then I met her, and she is just a wonderful human being. So when we were looking for a new artist to feature on this project, Liddy was the first person we thought of. On the album also, Hank Williams Jr., uh, you know John Barry, Carrie Underwood, Darius Rucker's on there. Tell him, and this can be for either of you, and, and Liddy, the song you did was Do You Hear What I Hear, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Did you, how did that process come? Is it like, here's the one that's really, whether it's your favorite or especially good for your range, or did you have a say in which one you got to do, or Deborah, you suggested uh, to her? Or? We were kind of uh, deciding between a few songs, and so I just, I went through a few different possibilities of songs that I could do, and I just ultimately decided that, do you hear what I hear? It's one of my favorite Christmas songs, obviously. And I just, I felt like there was something really unique I could do with the song for this album. And so we took the production in a different direction, and I was just really happy with how it turned out. So let's give you a sample of that right now. Actually, let's play the song. This is Do You Hear What I Hear, Liddy Clark style. She has uh, 271,000 folks who have liked her on Facebook. So she is, as I say, up and coming. And this is her take on Do You Hear What I Hear, Country Faith Christmas Volume 2. If you'd like to win a copy of this, give me a call right now at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. We'll take a random winner to win right now. WFIL.
WFIL and at WFIL.com. That's Liddy Clark. Do you hear what I hear from Country Faith? Christmas Volume 2. It's just released. If you'd like to win a copy of that, let's use our text line. It is a 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-DOVE, which is 3683. Just uh, text your first and last name and also uh, the word Liddy, L-I-D-D-Y, and I'll know what that means. Fair enough. Uh, you can do that right now at 610-500-3683. First and last name and the word Liddy. And I'll know what you're texting about. P.S. Anytime you enter the contest through our text line or through email, we keep your entry in the hat, if you will, and draw prizes down the road randomly. So while you're entering right now for that Christmas CD, even if you don't win, you could have your name picked out for something else as we go down the road. We'll draw a winner here a moment or two uh, just to finish up our little piece, if you will, with Liddy Clark, who is also, again, on with Deborah Evans-Price, an award-winning author who interviews lots of country music artists. Uh, I asked Liddy because she actually has an EP that came out earlier this summer called Testing the Waters, uh, just in the country music uh, world, and asked her to talk about that. My EP, I've been releasing music for a few years now, and so I have about five songs on there. Okay. Well, not about five songs. I have five songs on there. <laughs> right. And uh, so a few of those had been previously released prior to the EP actual re- being released. Okay. And so uh, I guess the current single off of that EP right now would be I Hope You Dance, and I feel like that kind of embodies what I'm trying to go for as far as my angle in country music. It's very positive. It's very upbeat. It's kind of a different, you know fresh singer-songwriter you take on, you know, the classic that Leanne Womack, you know, immortalized. And sure. I just, I feel like that's such an iconic song, and I just, I want to, you know, take country music as it is right now and just kind of move it forward a little bit into the next generation, I guess. That's our conversation with Liddy Clark. She was on with us recently, again, with award-winning author Deborah Evans-Price in conjunction with the brand-new CD, Country Faith Christmas, Volume 2. She contributed Do You Hear What I Hear to that CD, I have a copy or two to hand out. If you want to text me right now at 610-500-DOVE, 
I'll draw a winner or two, and we'll come back and wrap up with one other little giveaway. 610-500-3683. First and last name and the word Liddy, and uh, you could win with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in today. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. 456 on your uh, clock time frame here. We're just about done. Tim DeMoss Show, thank you for listening in. I have one other giveaway to sneak in here. A Wawa gift card, $5.60 in uh, conjunction with our frequency. Cover the cost of a few coffees. You want that? Give me a quick call, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Or you can shoot me a quick text, 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. I'm just going through my office and kind of clicking through and uh, looking to – you know, round out the year and head into next year in a uh, in a clean frame uh, slate of mind, if you will. Let's grab one call here. Hello. Who's this? Hello. Hello. Yeah. What's your name? Karen. How you doing, Carol? It's Karen. I'm fine. Thank you. Karen, where are you from? From Delaware County, Yadin. Hey, so let's make you a winner. Can we do that? Great. Thank you. Would that be acceptable to you? Oh, yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> How was your Christmas? I'm glad. Thank you. It was wonderful. Good. Family time? Yes, Church? sir. We had family from out of town, and we had a great time. Actually, we celebrated on Saturday. Okay. Good. Well, I'm glad yes, that you could, could do that. Thank you for listening in. Well, uh, just make sure we have your address off the air and mail this out to you, okay? Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great rest of your evening and great weekend. It's Karen winning, and uh, hope everyone else has a wonderful weekend, too. Looking forward to wrapping up the year on Monday, as far as the show goes. And uh, we appreciate your prayers, too, by the way. It's been a fun four or five months since starting back in, I guess it was September. And Lord willing, we'll go where he leads in 2019. Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries, leads in prayer next, and then... Truth for Life with Alistair Beck. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.